namaste everyone lal salam see i am talking about the left and i am dressed for the occasion unlike abhijit uh, abhijit has insulted the left he is wearing yellow color how how insulting abhijit here we are we... planning to do a podcast uh, <laughs> for the audio listeners abhijit has just won a saffron jayshri ram scarf for a left wing discussion <laughs> that's it that's it the internet is officially going to be broken now <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right so uh let me give a brief background for for uh, for everyone as to how this podcast has come into existence a few days ago abhijit and i were discussing as to what we talk about next and i was telling him that a lot of water has flowed under the bridge since the ram janmabhoomi movement and uh, with its culmination happening uh just a few days ago where we had the occasion of uh, uh, no ram mandir's pran pratishtha being done and uh, i think it was literally on the day of the pran pratishtha or a day or two before the pran pratishtha i saw something very weird i think it was a day before the pran pratishtha i don't know if people have seen that uh, absurd weird sort of video i want to show this video to everyone i abhi tune ye dekha tha kya sitara vechri had shared this had you seen this video yeah i commented on it also so for the audio listeners the other marks leader coming राम मंदिर प्राण प्रतिष्ठा दैट दीज मपेट्स डिसाइड दे डिसाइड टू डू दिस बिफोर अ डे बिफोर द राम मंदिर प्राण प्रतिष्ठा सो when all of this was happening i the first thought that came to my mind when i was thinking about all this i asked abhijit do you think the left is officially dead what are they going around showing their fist one day before the ram mandir prat pratishtha so now abhijit take it over <laughs> so you know the thing is they are not just dead in india they are an obsolete uh, uh, they are already fossils in india and the problem is instead of realizing this, so let's look at first what modi did do you remember how often i used to complain uh, in the first term of modi that was 2014 to 2019 that modi was left of sitaram yachuri hmm. and it was all the socialism and schemes and wealth distribution that counted now the thing is koi bhi political spectrum jab hota hai there is only this much of a political spectrum out there right and right left now modi has occupied everything from here right to here theek hai you only have this much space left in the left and that is the loony left that has no traction whatsoever in the second term he's become right wing which is you get a lot more money uh you help capital grow but then you distribute it theek hai you distribute some parts of it quite significant parts of it but they go which in a country like india you have to kind of okay but you look at the amount of capitalism that's been done air india is privatized coal blocks are privatized 
most of your non-performing debts have been gotten rid of. Uh, your bankruptcy laws have come online. Your uh, 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 and the other promises, of course. Your Ram Mandir is done and your 370 is gone. Now, this is both right-wing and left-wing government. What is the political space that you are left to grow in? There is, in fact, one political space where they grow, which is not grow, but because it's an ossified space, which is minority appeasement. Now, you look at Soviet uh, uh, Marxists. They used to talk about the persecution of Muslims and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Of course, forget the fact that when they came, they persecuted them much, much more than any Tsarist government ever did. But what happens here is, this is a known narrative that the left uses to get to it. Problem now is, Tumhara area has shrunk from all the way there up to here, just this much. Usme, there are two people competing in one exact same geography, which is Kerala. And to some extent, Andhra and Karnataka. Okay. This is what you're left to. In Andhra, Karnataka, they're not competing. So Andhra has a very significant left-wing uh, presence. People tend to forget that. Most of the Naxalite leadership used to be Andhra Brahmins, uh, who then talk about Brahmin oppression and shit like that. Uh, but then, Kerala is your chunk. It's 20 seats. So today, if you look at the left, totally, uh, you're looking at Congress plus CPI, which is a total of what? 60 seats total. One third of those seats are coming from Kerala and that's where they're in competition. It's effectively become a regional party. Uh, the left is what? It's been decimated in uh, 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 Bengal. The problem is all these left-wing intellectuals, you remember we were so triumphant when the Soviet Union was finally, well, I wasn't. I used to be a communist in those days, so I was weeping. I, I locked myself up in my room and cried for 10-12 days. God knows how long. Went into severe depression when the Soviet Union broke up in 1991. But I guess most people were happy. The problem was the academics. They started migrating, mutating to America and now they've basically done an institutional capture of America. So the left is like a vampire. Tumko lagta hai ye mar gaya hai. But till the academics are that heart of the vampire. Till you poke a stake into the heart, the proverbial stake in the heart, you are not, please don't think they're actual vampires and go smear them with garlic and um, uh, take stakes after them, but they are vampires, they are blood-sucking vampires, all said and done. They will execute a backdoor takeover of whatever forces we have left. So we should always be cautious about them. Because you see, a communism is an infestation. It is a parasite. It does not go away. It is like a skin disease. You may be able to control it with some uh, antibiotics or steroids or whatever, but then, you know, there's a very high chance it recurs, uh, recurs again. And therein lies the problem. Now, when we use the term left, don't you think we have to use it as an umbrella term? And then we have another categorization issue with the term left. That how long does the umbrella go and who does it cover? Because if you ask me, I think even BJP is left wing. 
I I just refuse to believe BJP is a right wing party. Now you might come back to me and see the BJP with this budget has shown for the first time right wing credentials by not going for populism and just sticking to the fiscal deficit. Now now I will concede that point to you because I know you made that point on on Twitter too that BJP has made its first right wing move where basically. even maintaining status quo or not giving extra doles over and above whatever is given is now considered right wing in this god forsaken country that is india ye to hamare hal hai ki agar itna bhi nahi kiya to ye right wing ho jata hai but the point is that where does the congress stand you see there is a reason that thumbnail had the image of karl marx and rahul gandhi merged into it because rahul gandhi i think is trying to out left the marxists So where it is where is the Congress left? Is the Congress Marxist? What is the Congress? So the Congress here in lies the thing. Rahul is your classic European social democrat. You look at the issues he picks up, and mind you, the center in the left is quite far to the left these days uh, in Europe. Europe may extreme right makes um, our right wing look a bit like. Uh, um, uh you know um very very far right uh so european far uh, right is quite sort of centristish what's about a time but this guy you look at what he talks about nationalism is bad india is a union of states federalism bullshit uh rights of minorities thankfully he hasn't gotten into vocary gender vocary yet but he talks about minority rights in the same terms that vokes do disproportionate assets and rights you remember manmohan singh used this term minorities are the first uh, uh right to assets in this country and shit like that yeah 2012 uh, yeah so this is the same kind of pattern that you see with crazy i mean it's not crazy it's the normal in europe where the idea of nationalism repulses you in a sense because see all your nationalism can be a very good thing in the european context it becomes a bad thing because of a certain party called the national socialist party don't forget it was a socialist party no matter they they, they keep trying to say it wasn't uh, mussolini was a complete socialist people tend to forget that so this is a fellow who's life experiences are western experiences his anthropology his sociology it is all looking at it from a completely occidental uh, a point of view and there's nothing you can do about it the thing is he can't connect with an indian audience we don't know if he's left in the indian sense of the word uh he's loony and i don't know if he's left in the indian sense of the word because the indian left if you look at it they were actually theoretically very clear about certain things this fellow is not clear about certain things theek hai you look at the indian left they were very clear about having you know the party command checks and balances on everybody nobody could get away with anything but in his party there is no socialism it's 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 absolute uh dictatorship family based monarchy imposed on a so called european social democrat structure it, you understand the contradiction see you can have a 
People's Democratic Republic of Germany or you can have a Kingdom of Germany. You can't have a People's Democratic Kingdom of Germany. He is running the People's Democratic Kingdom of Congress. Isme Raja bhi kaise hoga, socialism bhi kaise hoga, it doesn't work. So there's a fundamental theoretical and logical contradiction right within the Congress itself, which is why it's going down, down, down. Mind you, two elections running. Rahul has only managed to get the same number of seats that the uh, left parties did at their absolute peak. I think it was 20... The 2004 election where the left was at its peak, right? They got some 60, 65 seats in, uh, cumulatively in parliament. That is how these people are. Uh, otherwise, they've come down to the average mean that the left has come down to. They're cannibalizing the same space and they're going to go down, down, out. The question is, what comes up in its stead? And what do you do with all the academic parasites who are in the system, uh, control funding within the system, control all the international interactions with outside countries, and the interface of Indian education with outside countries, and are still not going to be gotten rid of completely? What you do? I don't. See, but with the Congress, it's not as simple as that. Let's spend some time on the Congress. This is an organization that is more than 100 years old, right? Starts with Hume, then transforms into an elite outfit for some mm -hmm. a few elite Indians. Then Correct. it kind of merges into the Indian freedom struggle. Then the Congress, uh, that uh, another inflection point is when Thilak and many others are in the Congress. Then Gandhi takes over the Congress and Congress has its avatar. Then Nehru's take over the Congress. Then Indra takes over the Congress. Then Indra has the first major break of the Congress where Congress, the current Congress is Congress I because Morarji Desai leaves and that happens. Correct. Then Sharad Pawar leaves the Congress. Uh, Mamta Banerjee leaves the Congress. You name the leader. Uh, YSR also left the Congress. Yeah, yeah, left, you, left, left. You, you keep on picking one leader after the other. Now, I look at this from a very different perspective. I look at it from a perspective of what is the difference between a political party and a religious group? In a very major way, see, religious, what happens with religions? Religions over a period of time, they start with a single sect. Then they grow big. Then people have differences. Whether And every religion has gone through this. Whether you look at Buddhism, like after Hinayana, you had so many other versions of Buddhism, right? And yep. they keep keep on coming. Similarly, in Christianity, yep. they keep on coming. Similarly, yes. in Congress, they keep on breaking. So what is left of this current Congress is something that needs to be discussed, right? Like today's statement in the parliament, Abhijit, is atrocious. What has this man said? Did you hear this? Well, uh, play it and I'll tell you something more funny. Hmm. उसके बदले में आप बालाकोट में हमला किया सारे देशवासियों के अंदर एक जोश पैदा हो गया कि हमारे देश बदला ले रहे हैं लेकिन उसके बाद हमें कोई जानकारी नहीं मिला क्या हुआ ना हुआ कोई जानकारी नहीं मिला हमें हमें चश्मदीद गवा के साथ यह देख पाए हैं कि हमारे एक मिक 21 को वहां क्रैश होने देखा हमारे एक सी 17 हेलीकॉप्टर को हम लोग तबाह होते देखा फ्रेंडली फायर में उसमें छह सात हमारे एयर पर्सनल उनको हम शहादत होते हुए देखा कहे गए थे कि पाकिस्तान के एफसी सिटी का मार गिराया पता नहीं कहां गिराया and 
सारे इंटरनेशनल एजेंसी सारे इंटरनेशनल एजेंसी कहते हैं कि बालाकोट में ऐसा कोई सीरियस कॉन्सिक्वेंसेस कुछ नहीं हुई मैं उदाहरण के तौर पर उसके बदले में आप वॉट इज रॉन्ग विदीपल He wants to relitigate something that happened that they lost the election for the last time. देख ले तू ऐसे चमन लोग हैं they lost the election boss they lost the election the last time he wants to relitigate stuff but you tell me where is Adhiranjan Chaudhary he comes from the one seat. that uh, congress holds in west bengal hmm. which they going to lose this time okay uh for adhir it's his last shot at parliament he's just going down everybody within the parliament has to uh uh count out to the family you're no longer doing what is essential to grow the party you're doing what is essential to get into the good graces of rahul who expects a certain kind of behavior in order to grow within the party but there is no growth of the party number 1 mm. number 2 people tend to forget this the congress was essentially it was the friend of the englishman alan octavian hume did not want to oppose the english at all people assume that this somehow became uh, anti government and all of that it did not uh, i think you need to go read tripurdaman singh's books to see that the congress was very deliberately manipulated as a special purpose vehicle to whom power would be handed over do you know they put in zero golgappa work in independence all the painstaking negotiations that were done for the round table conference in london after the mm-hmm. first world war the congress had a bunch of serious lawyers who were meant to go it was meant to negotiate a dominion status like ireland which would ultimately become independence gandhi who is not a member of the congress at this point of time he never was he never joined the primary membership of the congress incidentally there's no i will go and what does he do when he goes there Nothing. he's just talking rhetoric speeches so all the preparation that the lawyers had done went out then you have the election boycott and things like that happen and isn't it amazing in the uh, uh, this thing in the uh, history books you are never taught about that period between 1918-1919 and 2032 to 36 i think it was uh, 32 maybe 20 odd years where two other parties completely dominated the political scene in india who did all the negotiations for independent india the indep- the negotiations for independent india were not done by the congress i want you to and in fact you know people don't talk about this but motilal nehru jawaharlal's father left the congress and joined one of these parties koi iske bare mein baat nahi karega let me get this up for you uh legislative assembly election 1919 uh central legislative assembly eh hang on 1920 indian general election ye dekho it was called the democratic party let me share this with you guys 
mm-hmm. I want you to all uh, see this because this is very important. I'm just taking you to the Wikipedia page where any of you can go and check it out. But look at this. 104 seats contested. The winner was a gentleman called Hari Singh Gaur from the Democratic Party of India. Okay. Mm. And Mahatma Gandhi, can you see here Mahatma Gandhi? Called for a boycott of the election. Why was that? Next, the next election after this, in 1920 Indian general election, the next one would be after uh, uh, this thing. And Tej Bahadur Sapru was the first this thing. There were actual members, Indian members of the cabinet at that point of time, as you can see, industries, etc., etc., etc. And the next one was the 1925 general election, I think. Uh, 1923, okay. And this is where the Swaraj party came about. And this is, uh, this is the one that Rajaji was. No, no, no. Right. Uh, uh, th- that's a different party. This is the Swaraj party. Oh, that was Swaraj. This is Swaraj. Sorry, I'm, I got confused. That was the Swatantra party, I think. No. Oh, Swatantra. Yaar. Kya bol main? Ha, sorry, right. I'm sorry. That was a Swatantra party. The magazine was Swaraj. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Right. So yeah. this was uh, uh, so this was the Swaraj party. Okay. So you had huh, yeah. leader Motilal Nehru, Correct. And he left the Congress to join this party. So, so he must have seen some opportunity people. here, na? So the Congress basically then rejoins the election. In 1932 or something like that. So the crucial formative years when the structures of power, the slow handover, the Indianization, the Congress was completely absent. Mm. And the Congress was always a special purpose vehicle created for the British to hand over power. Unlike us, the British always think things through very, very carefully. Okay. Pakistan was the outlier. They never expected something like the Muslim League to come out. They would have optimally not wanted it out there. Uh, of course, when they when it came about, they used it for the opportunity that it was. But this is just one of those things which nobody wants to talk about. These people, had any of you till I brought this up ever heard of the Swaraj Party and the Democratic Party of India? Sure, most must not have. Not most. Nobody would have. Kisi ne bhi nahi suna hoga. Okay, so this is uh, this is the way our history books are completely ye karo. Stafford script mission very bad. Uh, uh, round table conference. India was disappointed. India wanted this, 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 this. Mohandas Karamchand's negotiation tactics were a complete disaster. People within the Congress accepted their disaster. Nobody in the Congress wanted Mohandas to be negotiating because Mohandas wanted to be everything. 
he was a mirror image of jinnah saying i am the sole spokesperson for hindus i am the sole spokesperson for india i am the sole spokesperson period bhad mein jaye tumhara pura uh, 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 representative setup of the congress jo main bolunga wahi hoga now because the congress needed mohandas because he was the man jiske naam pe vote milte the the congress had to keep count out to mohandas i think people already know how mohandas destroyed uh, uh, subhash chandra bose's presidency of the congress remember boycotted everything made life miserable for him and ultimately he just had to throw up his hands in the air and resign so this guy this entire usurping of elected power bhan mein jaye elections is what nehru did which indira gandhi inherited with rajiv gandhi inherited which sonia gandhi inherited which rahul gandhi has now inherited no but you named sonia gandhi and rahul gandhi and i, I have to share this image i mean this was the all india congress committee's letter when they were invited by the vatican ye vatican ne inko bulaya tha tabhi inhone ye letter likha tha your holiness every citizen of india including this is written on 30th august 2016 including our nearly 20 million catholics takes immense pride and joy on the recognition by your holiness blah 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 yo mother teresa ka jo hua tha na to inhone representatives bheje the theek hai aur ye same congress party hai that refuses to send any representation to the ram mandir mm-hmm. what is wrong with these people see i forget okay you might be a political person or you at a personal level you might hate hinduism i am willing to concede that right okay you might hate hinduism personally as a person i understand but at the end of the day you are a political outfit that believes in winning elections right i mean you are born you are designed to win elections now what kind of a i mean uh, mind numbingly low iq political outfit or political advisors exist i want to take one by one every single issue that they pick up so i, I want to take three four major pickups this bala court again is a major thing is because this is what made them lose 2019 and on the eve Correct. of 2024 they do the same thing they double down on it these people yeah. then you had uh, 2014 i think uh, you had the famous uh sonia gandhi cried during the batla house uh, encounters right you heard that <laughs> then yeah, yeah. on the ram on the eve of the ram mandir they refused to go but they go on some uh, mother teresa in send some person on the mother teresa invite in the vatican or something of that sort these people are clearly there is something but इनको एडवाइस कौन कर रहा है लाइक हु दैट प्रवीण गाय एडवाइजेस देम वो कौन है वो जो सेफोलॉजी करता है वो करता है इनको एडवाइस वो कौन सा गांजा मारता है बट हाउ कैन दिस बी पॉलिटिकल एडवाइस बट बॉस दिस इज सी पॉलिटिक्स एम्ड एट हु दिस इज कांग्रेस पार्टी दिस इज इंटरनल कांग्रेस पार्टी पॉलिटिक्स दे आर ऑल ऑडिशनिंग फॉर राहुल गांधी nobody is auditioning for the electorate in general because rahul thinks see basically you're a salesman if you're a politician you're a salesman you have to adjust to your market 
Rahul thinks we are a bunch of uh, uh, Rahul is a Maybach or Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. Now he's coming, or at least in his mind, he thinks that. I think he's a lunatic, but anyway, he thinks he's a Rolls Royce or a Maybach. He comes to a market which mostly buys Wagner. And he says, Agar tumne Rolls Royce nahi kharita, tum idiot. <laughs> what do you do? It's like frustrating. Bhai, agar Rolls Royce bik nahi raha hai, to Wagner banana shuru karo na. But then he'll say, no, 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 the, the, it is rigged. People actually want to buy the Rolls Royce, but they're not being given money to buy the Rolls Royce. Dude, do you know how many people I've met from the Congress now who have actually started believing the EVMs are rigged theory? Because that's the only way they can rationalize their bullshit. I've actually met yeah. these people. And I'm look, I don't, these are, I can't take names, but these are like no like, people. Look, even some, I, even my sane friends in the Congress whose heads I'll bite off, they know I'll bite off their heads if they give me the EVM rigged theory. So they'll come up and say, Abhi, come along, man. At some level, don't you think, do you allow for that 1% possibility that the EVMs are rigged? Like, yeah. Like, what is wrong with them? And I'll tell you why. Because another photo, I, I actually ca- collected these things for our podcast. I also, this handle, boss, this is not some chota handle. This handle, yeah. Spirit of Congress, Arun Reddy is the AICC National Coordinator for Social Media. His thing yes. in giant cap says, I am unapologetic Congress supporter and arsenal. Volunteers at INC.in is hai. And he says for BJP, Ram Mandir is a vote machine. They really made this cartoon. When I saw this cartoon of Modi trying to, you know, I don't know, milk in some way the Ram machine. Yeah, I mean, what were they thinking? There has to, uh, I mean, I mean, there has to be something wrong with this political outfit. That this this guy is their social media coordinator. But boss, ye, ye, dekho, you tell me, who does Supriya Srinet break over? Nobody. She ends up pissing off people. A spokesperson is meant to convince the other side that A, you have a case and B, reduce resistance. She does neither. Adir Ranjan Chaudhary ko dekhe kaun vote dekha? Kharge ko dekhe kaun vote dekha? Maybe Karnataka mein log dekhe. Outside of that, koi nahi dekha. Hmm. Do you remember that time where he even refused to sit down because there was only one chair at the head of the table? He came around looking, he stared at the wall till they brought about the second chair so that Rahul could sit on his side. And who is Rahul Gandhi? He's just a member of parliament. That's it. So it, by the way, I went and saw Raihan Vadra's uh, art exhibit in uh, Bikaner House. I'm going to control my laughter. So 
I want to remind people of you know, why is the Congress dead? <laughs> I want to play one more video. Who has forgotten this gem from 2019 when the NDTV was under uh, uh, Congress? So th- this is a Congress video from 2019. This is a serious Congress person making a comment. Okay, Suno. Has the Congress made a big appeasement move? At the AICC minority convention, Congress leader Shushmita Dev said that the Congress will strike down the proposed law against triple talaq if it wins the national elections. We triple talaq because it is Narendra Modi ji ne kiya hai, जेल में डालने के लिए और थाने में खड़ा कराने के लिए आप लोगों से वादा करती हूं कि कांग्रेस की सरकार आएगी 2019 में और हम इस ट्रिपल तलाक कानून को खारिज करेंगे अ पोल प्रॉमिस टू स्ट्राइक डाउन द प्रपोज्ड लॉ अगेंस्ट द ट्रिपल तलाक इंस्टेंट डिवोर्स प्रैक्टिस इफ इट विंस द 2019 इलेक्शंस फ्रॉम कांग्रेस लीडर सुष्मिता देव इन राहुल गांधी दिस इज व्हाट दे सेड मुसलमान औरत टॉर्चर हो ये मुझे डिस्कशन रूम में बैठना है इट्स स्मार्ट यू नो बायेट दिस how did the congress function how did first of all how did muslim polity how did sunni polity function in india see by the time of 1857ish there was no shia political power in this country all the shia kingdoms had been eliminated the last shia kingdom was uh, uh, what avadh wale shia the i think and uh, uh, there was the shia kingdom in the south which got replaced by uh, the nizam okay so there was no shia thing the sunnis used to persecute the shia and so they had become completely a mercantile community they had defeudalized they had moved to the peripheries of uh, the coastal peripheries and they had become mercantile so they modernized along with the rest of india okay some in fact faster than the rest of india then you had uh, so for a ex- simple example uh, shehzad uh, and tehsin shehzad and tehsin punawala they're both aga khanis okay ismailis mm. uh, and incidentally ismailis were considered extremely hardline at one point of time the assassins the hashashum were ismailis nizari ismailis okay ye jo hamara tehsin hai wo idhar ye om laga ke ek tattoo hai idhar bharat ka jhanda laga ke tattoo hai shehzad ja ke pooja karta hai have you heard anybody from the community asking for him to be boycotted or anything like that nobody gives a damn बीजेपी 
but the Sunni polity, which had political power after 1857, ossified. It was feudal. Everything depended on the sifarish of your local feudal lord. So the way the Congress played this was lord lord he will go abroad, he will have a palace, he will wine and dine with us and have a fantastic lifestyle. This is the basic premise of feudalism. Remember, Sunni society did not defeudalize. What you see in Pakistan today, where a small elite control and everybody is almost a uh, running a fiefdom under the Lord, attendance to the Lord, that is the system here among Sunnis as well. They have not modernized. So, the average Sunni woman would be saying which is why you remember the last election statistics, a large number of Sunni women started voting for the BJP in 2019. Mm. Uh, but the feudal lords don't want it. Now, I love Modi now. I have overcome. After Ram Mandir boss, I think all my skepticism of Modi is gone. I'm like, this ultimately. But, you know, we have to let leave it to him to do it. He knows best because ultimately this has to be balanced with politics. We don't understand. We may pretend to understand politics, but let's face it. Nobody knows politics like Modi, Shah and all those. So, is what is this? You see. He snipped off in two ways. He snipped off the ability. So, the Congress depends on these people. This feudal lord says, get triple talaq, otherwise I can't keep my 15th baby. And if the Congress gives him what he wants, he will ensure that the 500 people who live under him will come and vote for the Congress the next time. This is how it always worked, by the way. But look at how Modi has cut off the top and he's cut off the bottom. People ask, why isn't there a Muslim minister for that exact reason? Because what was noticed was that every time there was a Muslim minister, instead of lobbying for change, they would become the new feudal lord and create their own constituencies. Sab kuch sifarish pe chalta tha because all the families were interconnected somehow and you do not go against class interests. Hmm. So the first, the, the sifarish karado, the controllers have been chopped off the system. Hmm. The second is they are getting, now the average person doesn't need a sifarish. Gas chahiye to asani se mil ja hai. Mobile chahiye asani se mil ja hai. Sakul chahiye mil jara. Ye aspatal chahiye mil jara hai. Toilet chahiye mil jara hai. Gas chahiye mil jara hai. Electricity chahiye mil jara hai. Ab bacha kya hai tumharko safarish karni ki. So the dependency of the tenants on the feudal lord itself is being undermined and destroyed. So when they actually say, when Arfa and Go, and that Yusuf Ansari, Bagar, and all those people say that the idea of India is being destroyed. They are right. Because the Congress's idea of India was feudal control of all these people. community control community 
जबरदस्ती है Now the only reason that they will go to any of these feudal elites is to make my child go to jail, se do, which they can't do now because the top part has been cut. Hmm. So there is a massive loss of faith in the feudal elites that have controlled this community for almost three, four, five hundred years now. Number one. Number two, what has happened in all of this? is not only has that bond been cut but a new bond has been created with sort of charismatic preachers like this zakir nayak uh ye uh, dusra kya banta hai uh ye ye jo mulla jo abhi arrest hua tha jisne anshant paka tha maharashtra mein hmm. gujarat mein jaake hmm. usne kuch paka tha na usko arrest kar diya gaya things like that hmm. that will slowly start eroding when you start breaking the political power of the deobandis and the barelvis okay because you now look at the arab see at one point the salafi we call it wahabi it's technically salafi interpretations yeah. coming out of saudi arabia were against us but remember most of the things are actually funded by saudi arabia and today when saudi arabia says march these people march because in salafism an arab a native arab interpretation of islamic jurisprudence is fundamentally higher than a non native arab interpretation theek hai hmm. technically you know this entire thing can be sorted out if modi just makes a deal with mbs and says bhai dekh main na ye jo tera makka ka chief uh, mulla hai na मैं उसको आई विल सेंड हिम ये सेइंग प्लीज गिव योर ओपिनियन कैन मॉस्क बी मूव्ड और कैन इट नॉट ही इमीडिएटली गिव्स एन ओपिनियन दैट इट कैन बी मूव्ड एंड बिकॉज आई एम एन अरब माय इंटरप्रिटेशन इज सुपीरियर यू आर ऑल तकफीर इज एंड ऑफ स्टोरी गया तेरा केस नाउ वन मोर थिंग दैट नॉट जस्ट द कांग्रेस आई थिंक दिस इज द कांग्रेस एंड मेनी अदर रीजनल आउटफिट्स इन इन in certain states of india have been peddling and it's very interesting because pravin chakravarty had tried to peddle this the most and then he had deleted his tweet this is the tweet you remember this the north south boundary line getting thicker and clearer this is something they're still running with right this north versus south yeah yeah, yeah. okay they are running with it i don't know why pravin chakravarty deleted the tweet he must have been told by the congress people up top do you know like, i don't know what the the, the do you know yeah. Praveen Chakravarti, I am now convinced, is actually a BJP agent, and I'll tell you why. पहले तो he came up with that stupid app in the last election, which got completely manipulated, and the amount he he charged some insane amount, some thirty forty crores for that app. Who charges thirty crores for an app? Well, they do. Uh, yeah, well, you've got to be really dumb. But anyway. he sold his app to the congress for 30 40 crores more apparently mm. according to some sources which screwed mm. them over theek hai second what happens is <coughs> uh he is the one that came up with india as a union of states idea pata hai tere ko hmm which is now becoming yeah it's now become oh, a yeah, they oh, fix yeah. with uh, uh this thing with uh, rahul पर उसका माथा फहराया ही ये प्रवीण चक्रवर्ती 
अब ये नॉर्थ साउथ डिवाइड करके ये और माता फहरा रहा है कर दे दो क्योंकि एंड यू नो द सैड थिंग इज प्रवीन इज एक्चुअली ब्रिलियंट ही इज जेन्यूनली ब्रिलियंट ही कम्स अप विद दिस थ्रू हिज ब्रिलियंस बट लुक नो सी हियर्स द थिंग Do you think I am brilliant? I fancy myself as being very brilliant. I think I am the second incarnation of Albert Einstein. Hey, how nice! But, uh, but, मैं जाके अगर एक election लडूंगा, पांच vote तो छोड़ो, एक दिन में मैं इतना चप्पल खाऊंगा, जूते खाऊंगा. I am the kind that will go. आए मेरा बेटा का नाम रखो छी कितना गंदा सा ये तो पोर्टेबल ये पचा नहीं है ये पोर्टेबल पोटी मशीन है और यू नो वेजिटेरियन घर में जाके आए मेरे लिए चिकन नहीं बनाया है सब मेरे को जूते मार के घर से निकाले अंडरस्टैंड इंटेलिजेंस इज लोकलाइज्ड इंटेलिजेंस इज कंटेक्शुअल इंटेलिजेंस इज स्पेसिफिक just because this guy is brilliant at a high society conversation does not mean he can win an election or give you the narratives that win an election but they believe it does he believe it does. he believes it does and this is why we keep going back to the rolls royce analogy rahul is trying to sell a rolls royce to a van rahul thinks he is selling a rolls royce to a wagoner society the problem is everybody in the wagoner society thinks if rolls royce nahi hai isne ambassador ke bahar kuch uh, uh, metal work karke usko fake rolls royce bana gaya uh, uh, kya fake ko hindi mein kya kehte hain nakli counterfeit rolls royce na nakli rolls royce nakli and it so, belongs in a scrap heap so this is the political outcome as of now i forget the national level right uh, let's talk at the state level so in the state level now bjp is at 12 states after the latest round of five states congress is yes. left in three states man but three states is not bad i mean let's be clear about it congress is not bad bhai himachal karnataka telangana that's it yeah but hang on uh, himachal theek hai but karnataka and telangana Telangana is the richest, possibly the second richest state in India, because of the IT, you Hyderabad, the, uh, everything. Because uh, the income in uh, Telangana, in Hyderabad specifically, is insane. It's second, possibly only to Mumbai. So this is a huge. But look at the geographical spread of the non-BJP states. Yeah, I wouldn't put BJD here because BJD is kind of. Almost BJP kind of thing, right? They're very pro-Hindu. They don't do minority appeasement shit. They don't, mm. uh, uh, you know. Tell me one thing they've ever opposed the government on. They're practically NDA without being NDA. Yeah, okay. and they have a nice deal with the BJP. They do their own thing. They have a they fantastic deal. They are exactly. Okay, so ye forget about it. But you look at the rest of it. It is not an unsubstantial uh, this thing. Technically, Punjab would have also been Congress had it not been for that idiot replacing captain with that uh, 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 psycho fellow. Who cricketer? Ka kya naam tha wo? Sidhu. 
that 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 guy yeah uh, that guy and his minion whatever that minion's name was so uh but again siddhu is the khas of the brother and sister na both the gandhi brother sister of course that's that's the whole problem the whole reason that this person who embezzled the entire youtube uh, budget of the congress the youtuber bribe budget of the congress has not been handed over to the police or expelled from the congress party is because the sister is supporting the embezzler hmm the sister is saying nahi ye mera khas uh, person hai tum nahi le sakte hain तो खुले आम भरे महफिल में नंगा किया गया एक चोर विच एवरीबडी इन द कांग्रेस नोज हैजोलन हु गोज अराउंड क्लेमिंग अ ग्रेट पेडिग्री ऑफ फैमिली जो एक घटिया सस्ता चोर निकला दे कांट पब्लिक में एवरीबडी इन द कांग्रेस नोज दिस पर्सन इज थीफ and they cannot be kicked out of the congress because the sister is protecting this person and this person always tweets sickly tweets every time priyanka gandhi's birthday priyanka gandhi's dog's birthday priyanka gandhi's new ferragamo show day uh priyanka gandhi's uh uh, uh, uh priyanka gandhi ke kutte ne party ki uske liye ek tweet oh look so sweet is it tatti kar diya oh my god such a typical congressy dog even priyanka's dog shit smells like roses i'm exaggerating of course hyperbole but this person is not very far from that but then, okay let's let's end here because how does the left come out of this like can they will so, they notice we've been talking about the congress as the left we're not even talking about the left as the left and that is the sad thing because the congress is the new left their relevance you understand their narratives and their relevance has become the same as the left they irrelevant so what's happened is you look at the left it's it's i think the person who brought out the conundrum of the left the best was this guy sandeesh and his interview with sitaram yachuri i thought it is fantastic बहुत प्यार से चुतिया बोला बोला आई मीन नो बडी इज बेन एबल टू कॉल सीताराम येचुरिया टू इज फेस एक्सेप्ट संदीश डिड सेट बट इफेक्टिवली बोल ही दिया उसने मुंह पे आप क्या अमेरिकन फोन रख के ये कर रहे हो पॉलिटिकल फ्रीडम तो नहीं है चाइना में एंड सीताराम येचुरी वॉज नो 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 देर एक्चुअली मोर फ्रीडम इन चाइना देन देर इज इन इंडिया <laughs> what's to that what's to that effect so uh see something is that court jester you need that holds up the mirror to if mm-hmm. not in fact then at least in humor yeah that is no longer tolerated in the congress but even at the left you see the left is now stuck in a rut where it has nobody how is it that sitaram yachuri despite losing 6 7 8 elections so far is still in as powerful a position as he ever was prakash karat how where is the churn within do you remember that popular communist youth leader who was kicked out of the party for violating uh, party dogma some 
nine ten years back. No, I forgot the name. I remember the they news. Were, there were all these people within the CPI who wanted a regeneration of the party and a recalibration of the parties uh, of the party to new talking points, to new ideas emerging. These guys wanted none of it, and they kicked them all out. Okay. The only difference between the Congress and the CPI, the bunch of CPIs, is that the Congress is family-run and these guys aren't family-run, but it is effectively a dictatorship the way the CPI is run. Hmm. Where is the where is the room for new ideas, new thought? Well, clearly not in the left of India or any shade of left of India. No, the only place where actually new ideas are prospering today is in the Hindutva movement where all sorts of heterodox thinkers are being allowed to speak. And the irony is that Hindutva is the party in power. They still Correct. allow heterodoxies. Correct. Which is not the norm usually. Usually the people in power are very orthodox in their thinking. They like to maintain status quo because that seems to work for them. But the okay. Hindutva movement clearly is not following that pattern. They are letting anyone in and they are sometimes even uh, they end up being Trojan horses or being a problem. But the point is that in such a scenario where you just don't see any future for this but kind of left-wing politics in India. To be fair... I think you know exactly who the Trojan horses uh, in the Hindutva movement are because they have a long history of collaboration with the Congress being outside the Congress. Hmm. The Congress wallas who have come to our side from the Congress direct, most of them I know personally. They're friends of mine. Uh, Anil Antony is a very dear friend of mine. Uh, Javi Shergal is a very dear friend of mine. Uh, they're all dear friends of mine and they have been I know for a fact that you know uh, imagine Anil being a Christian used to get upset at the way Rahul used to talk about Hinduism at times and I can tell you this from personal experience because I've known Anil for like 10-12 years now. And even when, I'm not even talking about one or two years before he joined uh, 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 the BJP. This would have been in the last two years of the UPA itself. Uh, you know, uh, Anil used to get very upset with Rahul Gandhi for saying certain things. So it hasn't been a parivartan for power. It was a certain angst because your Anil Antony is very pro-business and he believes in a certain uh, uh, special place for Hinduism and things like that. Jeevi used to get very offended. I've known this for a long I know several other Congress leaders who have gotten offended, but they're not going to leave because they don't have a political base or they don't have the self-confidence, whatever. Yeah, Milind, for example... He he was he's always been very 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 loyal to Rahul, except for the way Rahul used to treat him. He was asked finally, uh, Milind used to you know Milind's a very non-confrontational person. 
he'll never even if he's super pissed off with you he's not the type who's going to lose his uh, temper and start screaming at you and if you've seen his idea of uh confrontation management you're like bhai ye confrontation to hua hi nahi did the other guy even get that you are uh that you opposed him now uh for rahul to cut him out and stop listening to him because he gave him some home truths truly remarkable no but this is how it's become what do you do the left is even worse because what happens in the politburo these days from what i've heard i don't have too many sources within the party the secondary sources is that because the current leadership want to retain power every time you throw specifics at them and this is where you know not reading schopenhauer becomes a problem every time specific problems are thrown at them they abstract it and start talking theory oh but you know comrade uh, mao said this and oh comrade lenin said this and the young guys are like bhai ye problem batao iska practical solution batao i'm not concerned about what they said no kuch nahi when specific problems are thrown at them they generalize and abstract when generalization and abstractions are thrown at them they get specific and counter it because there's enough shit to go around with everybody in the party so that's the way it works see before now because uh, if we are touching an hour mark i want to take questions so i'll just make one last comment i think any congress leader who's sensible worth his weight in salt and has some sort of public following i think eventually in the next decade is just going to dump the congress and get out of it i i don't see congress having a viable future if they keep doing what they're doing if they keep yeah. speaking against whether the electorate is right or wrong philosophically is a secondary debate but winability is the primary guideline you have to say things that make you win and if mm. they continue doing this i think even sachin pilot and all these people they're going to leave i think they're going to go i agree yeah they're all going to go so let's start taking questions a question for both would you say that india and gen z are the post woke phase in india i observe the cultural narrative are now more center right than left no we're pre woke yeah see wokeism is a rich country phenomenon uh, you know when all your basic uh, you know i would actually say i'm working on this hypothesis the problem is temporarily see what is nationalism in different contexts how do you compare it okay so my working theory is between under $2000 per capita you tend to be extremely subsistence driven a uh, quite sadistic in that you want to keep wealth to keep dissipating from 2000 to about 15000 2 to 5000 you become very nationalist over 5000 you start becoming ultra nationalist because you want more 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 and you've started getting good things you want more good things so you get more nationalistic 15 to say about $30,000 there's a plateau but over $30,000 when you hit all your basic necessities of life are taken care of this is where you enter a state where the state becomes where the social contract gets formalized where you have healthcare where you have uh, you know social security and all that shit 
and this is where the political vacuum you you, you can't discuss life and death issues anymore there is no life and death issues left anymore so you have to find new things and this is where vocary comes in where you're creating new victims and new crimes which are completely non-existent and so this is a developed country thing so we have not reached i worry for india when we hit that 25 to 30000 mark kyunki indian vocary will be a next level thing for us to watch what is the intellectual underpinning of indian communists not being nationalist but all other communists kept their nationalist beliefs even when espousing international brotherhood <laughs> it did not they became nationalists after they grabbed power yeah tu karo tum karo to balatkar main karu to chamatkar so they always used to talk about minorities and persecution of minorities but when they come to power they persecute minorities like nobody before them ever has they talk about internationalism and all that bullshit till they come to power remember stalin's nationalism the russian nationalism you read some of the you know soviet marches and things like that uh, let me give you uh, for example let me show you this uh uh this uh song uh which is what you hold which is what the banner of victory marches in for um can you see wait this is the march बैनर ऑफ विक्ट्री एंड द्लैग दैट्स द फ्लैग दैट वॉज हॉइस्टेड अटॉप द राइट स्टार्ट Mm. uh but this march that's being played it's called uh what what pobeda no uh sankta boynia uh some something like that the the, the sacred uh, war uh uska to and this is used this is this tune has been used to bring out the banner of victory every year for the last 70 years iske tum jaake lyrics padho we will kick you out you dirty dogs you dirty german dogs hmm. uh uh miss begotten something something jaise main gaali deta hu na wo is is gaane ke lyrics they tend to stalin was extremely he brought in a huge amount of ultranationalism mao zedong brought in a huge amount of ultranationalism which we've seen again in a uh, child they talk in terms of internationalism see hmm. china talks in terms of international rules but it is the most egregious violator of rules itself hmm and everything so that's the way that's the way communists are they create all these constructs to hide their own uh, 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 excesses 
are the new buddhists ambedkarites taking the place of the left as the main opposition and will the bjp find it harder to counter their narrative message not at all not at all uh, you see who are these new buddhist ambedkarites boss where, where is the political room for new buddhist ambedkarites left mayavati to gayi suraj yengde koi election jeet sakta hai kya at most he can get mentioned by chandrachud in a judgement that's about it i would mm-hmm. invite him to come contest an election i have more chances of becoming a member of parliament than mr suraj yengde does Well, Suraj Yengde would not leave a cushy job and come here. He knows that, right? Of course, he's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. <laughs> What will it take for Kerala to shed their communist iron hold? A Christian Hindu alliance, which is happening slowly, slowly, hmm. slowly. Could be. <laughs> Somebody said. Wasn't Sidhu the first one to call Rahul Gandhi Papu? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I, I think you're know. right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember honestly. Uh, somebody has read. This is more global. Talking about the global left, why has Meloni been such a disappointment? Backtracking on every major promise as far as illegal immigration is concerned, but with the brutal rape of the 13-year-old by Egyptian illegal immigrants being the latest uh, on this week. that that's not true prashant she has not been backtracking uh she's doing it very carefully see she's doing exactly what modi did which is you don't do maximalism the first year she has been reading a remarkably stable government she will achieve it slowly 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 uh you know italian governments are notoriously unstable she does not want to be a one year prime minister she will do it uh she's a very smart lady the way i'm surprised actually a lot of my friends in italy are surprised at how she has been slowly increasing it see there are some things like immigration policy that are not for italy to decide these decisions are taken unfortunately that pass with european union parliament right uh unless you want to do what say poland and hungary does which will set you on an immediate clash with the eu she's going to do it differently she is doing it differently i don't think people realize how miserable they're making lives for illegal immigrants in italy at the moment they are so i look okay, somebody has asked us abhijit was franco right wing or left wing pretty damn right wing right wing out okay. out of the three sort of i mean what is a fascist first of all i've never found a good explanation for what fascism is which is probably why it keep, keeps getting thrown around with three great dictators at that time mussolini in europe a uh, four mussolini uh hitler uh salazar in portugal and uh francisco franco in spain out of these the two were left wing which was uh, uh uh mussolini and uh uh hitler two were actually right wing franco and salazar salazar was surprise surprise a professor at the university of coimbra he was a professor of economics at coimbra um, unfortunately for him he didn't know economics too much he was more of an identitarian leftist than an economic leftist he did not industrialize or make life easy for business and shit like that 
Franco was against any form of public control. And under him, Spain went from being one of the poorest countries in Europe to having one of the top 10 economies of the world in terms of GDP in those days. So he did something truly remarkable. See, with Salazar, there was also ego. There were some things he simply would not compromise on. Uh, the Azores, for example. It was meant to be a halfway stop for NATO. Because if you look at the Azores, let me show you the Azores on a map. Uh, Uh, I see Azores. See, it's halfway between. Uh, it's halfway between the Atlantic. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you look at these maps, and I want you to see where this is. And it's two stops here. So the oh shit. But anyway, this was a very crucial fueling stop coming from Canada because the way the Great Circle works is like this, you know. So the Great Circle map is slightly different out here. This was a very crucial. You did not have long-range planes that could have just done it at one halt all the way. So this was a crucial thing. He would not, for the longest time, he opposed America setting up bases and things out there. So what happened was, the Americans then went to Spain and said, well, can we set up bases? And our man's answer was, sure, but what's the price? Dam batao, base lo. Hmm. So this is a very interesting question. The next one, what do you think of Prashant Kishore? He seems to be everywhere. He's a very smart guy. And can he beat uh, the BJP knowing his past as a strategist? <laughs> I, I only met Prashant once in 2014. I only met him once. That's just when he was working with Narendra Modi. See, but the real question is, did Prashant make Modi win or did Modi give the patina victory to Prashant? Yeah. Because Modi win, won a bigger victory without Prashant the second time round. And Modi is going to win an even bigger victory the third time around, 10 years after Prashant Kishore left. Hmm. So what did you make of this comment by Prashant? He was asked this question. I don't know if you paid attention. If you were a stock picker and these politicians were stocks, <laughs> look, what are we Who would you bet on? Who would you bet on? Should I give you a list or you want to tell me the five you would bet on? I would not. Okay, so I'll give you. Akhilesh Yadav, Aditya Thakre, Chirag Paswan, KTR, Jagan Reddy, Raghav Chadda, Omar Abdullah, Uday Nidhi Stalin, Abhishek Banerjee. Look what he is mentioning. All potted plants. <laughs> See, he is wanting me to pick from 10 bad stocks, which is going to be the multi-bagger. <laughs> None. That's a fair answer by Prashant. That's a very good answer. But again, you know, handling a... Um, and remember, Abhishek Banerjee won a bigger election victory in the Bengal uh, Assembly elections than he had the previous time. If, did Mamta win it or did Abhishek win it? I don't know. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. 
He's fantastic at parlors and political events. Does that translate into election victory? Has he ever contested elections by himself? I don't know. So I'm not too sure about it. See, a lot of these election strategy works, right? They are relevant. It's not like the BJP does not have people working for it. I mean, mm-hmm. I know many people who work for the BJP and they do it at multiple levels. But the point is, it's never one person. I, uh, Prashant did good work when he was with the BJP. What, what, what do you want no. to say? He did good work and then he moved on. He's a he's a businessman, Correct. man. He'll Wherever no. he goes, he gets money, he'll go and work. So, Correct. Okay, I mean, he'll go. If somebody has asked the funniest question because you mentioned it, so I'm asking you, <laughs> what was your review of Rayhan Vadra's art show? <laughs> I had to share it. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I tell you what, I'll show you. You know, beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. So let me show you Rayhan Vadra's art show. Okay. Bas yehi reh gaya sa. Installation the Kaner House. It was one of the uh, you know the side um side events of uh, uh this thing uh of Kyakatehe. I don't know the main show, the main event of the yeah, yeah of the Delhi uh, uh, art show, and mm-hmm. let me just find some pictures of it. I can't seem to find it. Uh, yes, okay, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what do you think of this? Your laughter doesn't seem to be building confidence. Abe, ye kya abe? This is art. Abe, these are five frames with people in their eyes. One wearing specs. See, see read the uh, this thing. The eyes are supposed to represent today's times where voyeurism is second nature. Then, uh, look at this. Neon photographs against an otherwise dark room. A part of Upamana by Raihan Vadra. Honestly, I don't understand. See, this I, stuff. I, I see, see, that's because you don't understand the profound. I think these are this is an extremely gifted artist and he's extremely profound. Okay, this I understand. This I okay. understand. Yes. And it's okay, a something to do forest. with the forest. Yeah, okay. I, I can and it's his previous photographs of tigers and leopards. He displayed the exact same thing in the exact same room in Bikaner House two, three years back. Now he's done it with trees in between. Okay. Okay. That's so, uh, yeah. Mm. All right. So, a last question and then we'll wrap it up because uh, others have nothing to do with uh, the thing. Opinion on AMU and Jamia where 50% reservation is there for Muslims and separate exam for Muslims and non-Muslims for the rest. Because again, these kinds of things have political ramifications. If if they are... Look, basically, the government has no business subsidizing minority institutes. If minority institutes want to run, they need to be run on uh, uh, minority community money. If you take public money, you have to accept public legislation. It's that simple. 
And I think that is what the government's case on AMU is. Wait and watch. This needs to be applied to St. Stephen's. Incidentally, all, all of these uh, St. Stephen's and Jesus and Mary College, I want people to go check when they're leased. They are technically on long lease land. I want you to go check when all their leases expired. Mm. They're technically squatting. A lot of them. Mm. Chalo, I, I think uh, there are many issues in this world. But one of them is why is the Indian left the way it is? And honestly, you can give your final view also. In my view, I don't see any future of le the left. Forget the communists. In fact, I feel the Congress will die before the communists will die. Because I there are still country of I a certain... Think, I think it's because uh, for the first time we're seeing a disjoint. Because you know Manu Joseph's famous article, the left is global and the right is local. Hmm. Which I love. Uh, he summarized it. All of us knew it, but he encapsulated the wording for it. Hmm. Because of what I told you, two to five thousand being nationalist and thirty thousand plus being woke, there's a fissure in leftism where international leftist support in one area from these people to these people mm. is not translating into votes. It's not a fissure in the left, but it's a disjoint in the left's ability to sustain itself. Uh, true, they're not going woke, but you look at the minority agenda of Democrats in America, it's the same as the Congress CPI agenda in India. Right. And yet it's not getting traction. Why is that? I think ultimately the person who saw this the best was Stalin. Stalin understood this. And you know, when Indian communists went and told him, Ki hum, uh, we're going to take over the country after the British go and shit. He never took them serious. He literally laughed them out of his office. <laughs> so apparently Stalin thought uh, or would have thought had, had Harkishan and Sitaram and Prakash existed in Stalin's time, he would have thought that they were bloody buffoons. And on that very ambitious note, we will end today's podcast. Uh, so guys, you go follow Abhijit on social media. If you have not, uh, his Twitter handle is in the in the description. And if you want to follow me, you can go on uh, all the social media platforms. You can like this video, subscribe to the channel, leave your comments in the comment section. If you want to support it monetarily, you can join the membership program on YouTube, Fanmo, Patreon, wherever you are. If you want to buy merchandise, go to kushalmera.com slash shop. If you don't want to do anything, just uh, keep watching the videos and commenting. Audio pe sunte ho, to just leave a review on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you are. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Jai Shri Ram. Bye-bye.